Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. It's the Spirits and Sports History Podcast. With your host, Ryan Zyrood. Expand your knowledge on your favorite spirits and then enjoy sports history with a mystery. What's up, delegates, and welcome to episode three of the Spirits and Sports History podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in. Um, we are on the Believe Podcast Network, the number one network for professionals, and also on sportseldente.com, your recipe for L.A. sports. Football season is right around the corner, so the best L.A. website to get all your L.A. football information is sportsaldente.com. Head over there, use the promo code WELCOME10. You get 10% off any membership package. Um, we provide weekly, monthly, yearly, or lifetime packages. So head over there, check it out. If you love the Rams, Chargers, UCLA, USC. UC- UCLA kicks off actually tomorrow night against Cincinnati. So football is finally back. Excited about it, but check out sportsaldente.com and uh, use that promo code WELCOME10. Excited for tonight's episode of Spirits and Sports History. Um, I was trying to think of a different way, um, since I'm riding solo tonight, I'm not with a, a guest or a partner, so um, different way to do the spirits section that would be kind of fun to listen to, and it's not just me rambling about, um, you know, alcohol. So um, I decided I would take my chances and write a poem. Now, full disclosure, I am no poet. I am no Henry David Thoreau or Ralph Waldo Emerson or any published poet. Um, it's not one of my strong suits. I, I can do more narrative storytelling, but thought I'd give it a go so we'd have some fun with it. So I'm going to start with that and then hopefully you'll kind of get what I'm talking about and then we will I'll go into a little bit more of the actual um, history of the alcohol which I'm referring to and then we'll get into our um, sports mystery story as we do with the show. So without further ado, here is a poem written by Ryan Dyrud. O Canada, a land rich with history. And yet, in 1939, to the crown, it was a mystery. You see, before that time, no king nor queen had been. But that would change, and so the life of Samuel Bronfman. Upon a ship, a king named George and a queen called Liz would depart, with one goal in mind, to restore and rekindle a country that had grown apart. When Sam caught word, he knew what must be done. He must create a whiskey worthy of the monarch's fun. So to work he went, blending the perfect batch. In fact, over 600 whiskeys were mixed and sampled to find the match. Until finally a product fit for a king was bottled and bagged in a purple royalty sling. The king and queen traveled Canada coast to coast, and their train was stocked with the best whiskey to boast. In the 1960s, this royal whiskey spilled over to the States, It was enjoyed by many and sold by the crates. But with its popularity growing, this whiskey remains loyal. It will forever be known as Canada's Crown Royal. Well, there you go. There's uh, my little try at poetry. But obviously, the spirit we are featuring today is Crown Royal. And I don't want to give too much away with the sports mystery story that I'll be going uh, into here in just a little bit, but the story is featured in the great city of Las Vegas, Nevada, 
And so you might ask how Crown Royal has anything to do with um, Nevada. And surprisingly, a study done by Bartender, it's a um, drinking app, um, no E, just Bartend with an R at the end. Um, you know, they, they looked at over 700,000 um, people, um, kind of like their drinking habits, and the most popular liquor in Las Vegas, not mixed drink, but liquor, is Crown Royal. Um, or I guess in, in the whole state of Nevada, but obviously the most population is in Vegas. So so I thought, okay, since we're doing the story in Vegas, then I think that works since it's the most popular. So hence I chose Crown Royal. So as mentioned in the poem, you know, it was in 1939, the king and queen uh, coming over to visit Canada. It was the first time ever that the monarch had actually been to Canada, kind of shockingly. Um, and so... Samuel Bronfman, who's actually the president of the Seagram Company, decided to, as a tribute to the king and queen, that he wanted to make the perfect whiskey for them. Um, so he did all these testing, obviously Sam blending over 600 whiskeys, and, and finally came upon the one he liked and fittingly called it Crown Royal. So it was um, King George VI and his wife Queen Elizabeth, and... Yeah, so kind of kind of a cool story there. Now in today's brewing process, um, Crown Royal does still it's still a blend. It's a whiskey blend, and they blend over fifty whiskeys to comprise their signature blend. So still a lot of work goes into it, and and a lot of different flavors and profiles are added into this one bottle. And it is a very very good smooth whiskey. I'm having some of it right now. Um, I would try to drink some right in the middle of this, but then there'll be that awkward pause since there's no one to talk while I do that. But it's a very smooth, smooth whiskey. It's kind of kind of hints of vanilla and caramel. Um, Crown Royal actually has a vanilla Crown Royal, which is a lot more hints of vanilla, but just their signature blend, it has that little bit of vanilla, caramely, just that smooth richness um, that you want in a, um, in a Canadian whiskey. And uh, they kind of knocked it out of the park. So it's Obviously, it's super popular. I'm sure many listening right now have had it before. It's not an uncommon um, drink. They are the distillery is located in um, I don't know if it's pronounced Gimli, like in Lord of the Rings or Gimli, but it's in uh, you know Lake Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada. It's the only place it's it's brewed. They don't have other distilleries around the world, and um, so because it was created by the former president of Seagram, Sam O'Bronfin. But obviously Seagram, those of, if you don't know, but those of you that do know, Seagram went kind of belly up back in 2000. And so since then, the Diageo company has taken over owning, and Diageo is a huge alcohol conglomerate owning Smirnoff, Johnny Walker, Guinness, Hennessy, a bunch of, bunch of stuff. So um, their drink beverage portfolio also includes Crown Royal, so that's kind of a little... A little bit of, you know, where uh, the business side of it, and that's more the boring side. We care more about just what it tastes like and then how it goes down. Um, so, yeah, Crown Royal, a delicious, delicious Canadian whiskey. And it's kind of cool that, obviously, you would assume with a name, Crown Royal, that there had to be some royal origins to it. So it was fun to discover that, yes, it was, in fact, created for the king and queen of England as a, um, you know, as a offering to kind of say welcome to our great country, the great country of Canada, and now you can have a little taste of what we're about, and I think they did a great job doing that. So hopefully 
when we when I'm about to start the story now, hopefully you have some Crown Royal somewhere in the cupboard, or or you can pause this if you'd like and go out to the store and grab some, or maybe head to a the local pub or bar and and throw in the headphones, the earbuds or something, and, and order yourself a Crown Royal and, and have a drink with me while uh, we get into our story. So without further ado, if you have it, pour yourself a glass, and now let's get on to our sports mystery. There are certain words that are not easy to say, certain words that make people feel uncomfortable, certain words that can be hurtful, certain words that can cause pain, and even certain words that instill fear. Rod knew that words were important. He also knew that creating certain diction would make a name for himself. He thought long and hard about the phrase that could potentially etch his name into the history books. You see, what Rod was about to embark on was something new to him, not because he was partaking in an activity that he had never participated in, but in reality, what was about to unfold was new to everyone. Rod should be sleeping, but he can't. A thousand words pass over him as he lies still, mind fluttering. The sun cascades over the desert mountain peaks as a new day begins. He hasn't slept a wink, but somehow he feels refreshed, rejuvenated, and ready to take on this new challenge in life that has already been full of obstacles. High school football is hard enough. The challenges that face a high school athlete are many. 5 a.m., practice. 7 a.m., first period. Noon, lunch. Be the popular football player. 1.30 p.m., ditch class and hope coach doesn't find out. 2.30 p.m., practice. 5.30 p.m., still practice. Can't feel my lungs anymore, or my legs for that matter, but still running, hoping to get out of this place. 7.30 p.m., homework. 9.30 p.m., talk to girlfriend on the phone. 11 p.m., pass out. Wash, rinse, repeat. Although Rod was a tremendous football player, no big schools came calling. Certain words were uttered. But one school did call. It wasn't Florida or Florida State. It wasn't Miami or South Florida. No problem. The local scene didn't interest Rod. Instead, a school 11 hours away seemed like a perfect fit. A place to hone his craft. A place to show the rest of the world what they were missing. Again, certain words were said. Four more years of hard work. More grinding. Coaches yelling and telling him he could be something. Don't quit on me, son. A few more reps and you could really make it. College ends and Rod finds himself waiting by the phone. Like a dog waiting to be fed, but worse. At least a dog knows that the bowl will eventually be filled. Rod had no such luxury. His yearning was no guarantee. The draft came and went, and Rod received no phone call. The bowl that he desired to be filled remained empty. Words spilled out of his mouth. Seconds felt like hours. Hours felt like days. And days felt like eternity. But eventually, Rod did get a phone call. An invitation. He was to attend a training camp for an NFL team. More words. This time, elation. Everything he had worked for was for this moment. Or at least so he thought. Passion, hard work, and grit sometimes only get you so far. Rod learned this the hard way after finishing training camp only to be met by the locomotive that he had been released by the team just prior to the season starting. Words, words, words. Effin' words. Passion, determination, hard work, grit, effort, integrity. I told you that certain words can speak volumes, and also that words can be hurtful, can cause pain, and can instill fear. 
Rod has always shown passion for the sport that he loves so much, and yet the reciprocation is continually hurtful. He works every day to stay healthy, and yet he's always met with pain, every day, lingering pain. And while he loves the sport of football, there is always the fear of the other side. What is to come when the game is over? Rod should have been sleeping, but all of these thoughts passed over him as he prepared for the next chapter in his life. Today was an opportunity. Just like anyone with a job interview, this was a chance to prove his worth on the football field and, hell, have a little fun doing it. After all, everyone was always against Rod. It was just time to go out and ball, prove the doubters wrong, make the big schools hate themselves for not noticing you, make the NFL hate themselves for cutting you, make your opponent hate you for the punishment that you instill on them, make them all hate you. The tunnel was dark, darker than he had remembered. But a good dark, nonetheless, he was ready. Rod proved a lot of people wrong when he ran rampant in the Las Vegas Outlaws inaugural game in the XFL, a game in which a legend was born. Rod knew that words were important. And so, on the national stage, Rod Smart donned a phrase on the back of his jersey that immediately enshrined him in folklore. He hate me. His opponent certainly did. Well, thanks for having a drink with the Don. And we'll talk to you next week. It's the Spirits and Sports History Podcast. With your host, Ryan Zyrood. Expand your knowledge on your favorite spirits. And then enjoy sports history with a mystery. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.